Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few podcast for the 4th of October. Um, we are tonight, got a good team with us. I'm going to first of all mention that uh, Bill was supposed to be on tonight and somewhere he's lurking in the background on the comments, but he was in a serious road accident this afternoon and he couldn't come on. He is okay. So there's no worries that way. But uh, if you see the state of his car, I've seen photos of his car and it's a right, right mess. So uh, he's very, very lucky. So Bill, all the best uh, and hopefully all your aches and pains that you got from it, uh, you you get better soon. So carrying on, uh, we are live now on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. And later on, you will get us on Spotify and Acast. So with me tonight, I will start. Ladies first, I'll give you Shona. Shona, how are you? Good evening, everyone. Looking forward to talking about tonight. And obviously wishing uh, Bill the best with, um, obviously, his car accident. So hope he's feeling fine now. And David, it is what you call our right aft. That's what you would call it. That car is our <laughs> right aft. Um, is that right? Okay. Right <laughs> so, uh, look, uh, hopefully, Bill's doing all right in the comments. So, look, but guys, looking forward to talking about Rangers tonight and uh, our new manager, or should I say, interim manager at the moment. And I'm sure we've got plenty to discuss about the incomings, outgoings, and obviously tomorrow's game. That's, uh, that's what we are going for. I'll go for the youngest member of the team now. Uh, Andrew, how are you? Good to have yeah. you on. I'm good, mate. Um... See, Bill's uh, decided to mimic the first half of the season and had a car crash performance this, this afternoon. Um, had to get that one in there. I was, I was worried Shona was going to catch it with the right half joke. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to say I'm not mimicking Borna and um, shouting it when the big podcast come out with the, the manager going and me taking a convenient leave of absence. Um, it was just a poor timing and some personal things. But happy to be back on and... I wouldn't say happy to discuss Rangers, but we'll see how the night goes. Yeah. Um, the last but not least, of course, is Curry. Mark, how are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Uh, just glad to that we find out that Bill's all right. Uh, obviously, as we were discussing in the WhatsApp, that uh, the car crash was actually caused by one of Bill's fantastic shirts uh the other driver was apparently blinded so uh we're not too sure who's actually going to get arrested for it yet uh the actual bad driving or driving about with an offensive shirt so we're still trying to find that one out but i i'm glad to be back on it's good to see all the the, the usual names in chat as well hope you're all doing well i hope you're no all watching that shite that's on the night uh but apparently they're it's a, a close game, so but we're here to talk about the famous. So let's get on, mate, and hopefully we can be a bit more positive from now to the end of the season. Okay, so obviously at the moment we have Steve Davis as manager with Alec Gray and Stephen Smith helping him, plus the another couple of coaches, Gilmore, I think, and another one that I haven't got his name written down, I'm afraid. Um so they are going to be leading the team out tomorrow. But I want to get the managers out the road first. The, the, 
the manager's job out the road first because uh, we'll talk about the game later. The biggest name that we, that, that sort of came out disappeared for a while, but it seemed to come out today again in sort of a yeah strong force is Derek McInnes. Obviously, the Kelly manager used to be the Aberdeen manager. Was offered the job the last time, refused it at the last minute. Andrew, Eric McInnes, he the one for you? It's a it's a bit of a conundrum at the minute because it it, it kind of depends on what you see as your priority for the incoming manager. Do you want somebody that knows the club that can steady the ship? Well, if that's your answer, then McInnes and Martin Dale and maybe Robinson is the best you get for that. Um, that's that's the issue. There's 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 no white knight that will come in and that that ticks all the boxes. You're just gonna have to decide what box is the priority that you want to tick. Um, see to be honest, the amount of the candidates have been put out. If I was playing poker and that was my hand, I'd have folded and just said, "I'll sit this one out and I'll get back to you in the next bit." So I'm I'm in the camp and it's not a Stevie Davis thing, even though he's my idol. But if he does well in his next two games, I'd, I'd just give it to him at the end of the season. I think it's, it's almost like a write-off, to be honest. Uh, I think the managers that, are, that we can realistically go for are, aren't really eye-catching and the records aren't brilliant. Um, I think we're in a really tough spot right now, and uh, it's hard to kind of hard to be positive about the names that are being linked with us at the minute. Jonah, you've always got a positive outlook. You are going to tell me how you can't wait for Derek McInnes to walk through the door of Ibrox. You can fuck right off. No chance. Um, sorry, but <laughs> no, no, fucking, no, sorry, but I, I'm, I'm sorry to swear, but there's absolutely not a fucking chance I would have Derek McInnes anywhere near my club or uh, David Martindale. We're better than that. We're Glasgow Rangers, for God's sake. Look, what have these guys actually really done? Like, they, they, honestly, even like David Martindale, he's struggling this season. I do not rate any of these managers in the Scottish Premier League. I do not rate Sam Allardyce. I do not rate Neil Warnock. I'm sorry, but these guys are just not what we want at this moment in time. Yes, fair enough, we want a Rangers man in there. I, I totally get that. But I think you can have that within the assistant manager role. It doesn't have to be an ex-player that needs to come to Rangers or somebody that's, that's a Rangers fan like, like Frank Lampard. I'm sorry, but these guys are just not for me at all. Uh, look, I quite like the look of uh, a few other ones, so I don't know if you want to discuss that when we get on to it now in a couple of minutes. And you can come back to me back. Yeah, I will do that because uh, I've, I've got a list of, of, of the names that uh, are sort of out, the head ones at the moment, as far as I know. And if I don't mention them, then we can you can bring them in a, a, as well. Now, I'm, I'm really anybody that's got their, their swearing. <laughs> Hearing aid on, I would turn it down for the moment. Sorry, are you into Derek McInnes' manager? I'm, I'm actually, though, <laughs> Shona's actually shocked me. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I think it's because we've swapped places, that's what it is. Because she must be in the, the sweary box tonight, and I'm not. Uh, McInnes, for me, if I had to pick, he wouldn't be my first choice. Uh, the thing that a lot of people are saying now is that he was offered the job, but there were circumstances, like the reason why he turned down the job. So you need to remember, as I said on Sunday, you need to remember the board members that we had at the time. And if you're, if you're going to be a manager and you get offered 
a shitey contract, you're not going to take it. So, but for me, he's, I would say no. But right at this moment, I can't turn and say, I am not anybody because I don't know. I honestly don't know who's going to get the job. I know there's one person that's like probably 90% in, but we'll discuss his name later on. But see, as long as, I don't care who it is, see, as long as he gets us to winning ways again, I don't care. Just get us to winning games again. Give us back an identity. Get us playing again in a system and together. Because that's I think that's the biggest problem that's been happening now. We've not been playing as a team. They've been playing as individuals. And we need more than that. We need somebody to come in and sort everything out. It's Somebody's slagging me off because I mentioned Duncan Ferguson at him on Sunday. It's not that I want Duncan Ferguson in. What I mean is I want somebody like Duncan Ferguson in. I want somebody that's going to be with an iron... Rule, rule the players with an iron rod and not let them away with anything. That's what we need. I think who we've had in have just been far, far too soft with players and they've been getting away with murder. And that's why we see the same players getting played in week in, week out and no performing. Yet they still get picked. So, I don't know. McInnes is a no for me, David. Yeah, well, I think there's somebody said there that McInnes would be one that would steady the ship. And I think... Uh, the one thing I will say about McInnes is that he does know how to set out a team. Whether you, whether I, I don't know whether you can... I mean, everybody used to say that Clark was a, a, a really boring manager. But Clark's actually got Scotland playing quite attacking football. And everybody, everybody was sort of a... Oh, no, Clark, he's a... Yeah, he called them other names, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go into their no, ones. No, listen, I'm trying to know Swear, and you're bringing that piss name. What chance do you think you've got? I'm not bringing him up for the Rangers job. No, no, I'm just saying I'm just saying that when they've got a different group of players, then you don't really know. They could go from a defensive manager to an attacking manager. Obviously, McInnes has never really had the players that he could attack Rangers or Celtic. I mean, he could obviously, when he starts playing Queen of the South and teams like that, they can then attack them. But he's never been in a position or had the players to... To, to do that, so I'm I'm not a, a, in, in the McInnes group, by the way. But I just want to sort of a try and keep it even, and and also give his good points, and not just say, "Oh, he's rubbish, get him away." Because it's it's, it's not a bad manager, to be honest. With you. Um, just before we came on air, uh, the AZ manager Pascal uh, Janssen, he gave a, a a conference press press conference for his. Uh, as Ed, because as Ed were playing tonight, and he said that he doesn't know anything about the Rangers' job, and he said there is no way I would consider it. So, Andrew, is that putting one of our top uh, prospects out there, out the race? Do you think, or is it just obviously he's not he's not going to say just before as Ed are going to the park? Oh yeah, I'm leaving. So, it's a sort of a conundrum. The, the, that's whether whether he will he is out of it or whether he is he's still in it. Uh, you know, it's it's just a thing with managers. I mean, we've seen it ourselves. They they look they look happy. They don't ask me silly questions in, uh, and then he put the next next uh, down to the national villa. You know, um, 
managers will say anything. Uh, <laughs> I think we found that with Michael. Um, we say a lot of stuff. Uh, not all of it was true. Um, as I said, I, I'm not. I'm not a big for any of the the candidates because I mean, well, we want a winner. I mean, that's his. That's his only his first. Well, his first full time gig, I suppose. Uh, as a as a manager, he was obviously the young PSV coach. Um, you know, obviously he's got a nice job in Azad, and Azad are playing really well this season so far. Um, but it looks a bit in a second in the the Eredivisie. Um, I I I stopped looking at Twitter after I seen the TNT Sports Argentina with the linking Marcelo Gachado to the job. I I, th- I was in heaven for a brief like fifteen minutes. Until I, I, did, I kind of thought this was very unrealistic. Um, I would say if any Rangers fan in the next fortnight wins the lottery, just do us a favour and just pay him what he wants. Um, guys, a mentality monster. That, that if you question our, our players' bottles, he will rip that straight out of all of them. Um, it's it's easy. He ticks all the boxes in terms of winner mentality. You know, passionate. I think in, in that case as well. Um, you're getting somebody who doesn't have a link to the club, that's a fresh set of eyes on this group of players, and it'll tell you what he thinks about them. If he's good, if they're not good, then he can make his own mind up. Unfortunately, as I said, this is all fantasy land because we're going to get probably Lampard or Muscat, and I'm going to go into a severe depression for the next how long's left in the season? 30 odd games. Um, so I say, I say that now though, but if Lampard sits down in front of the press and says, Let's go, like Gerard does, I'll be right behind them again, as always. So swings and roundabouts, I guess. Um, I, I'm afraid I won't join you in the Lampard. Uh, I, obviously, I'll get behind Rangers when they're when when they're playing, but I think Lampard would be. I mean, he's what's he done? He's absolutely done nothing. He had Chelsea in an abysmal forum. He, he, Everton, he, he hardly won anything with Everton. That'd be counting. Sort of a run, running a wee bit. Sorry, Andrew. Uh, he had a he had a good team with that and that derby team he had to getting helped out from Chelsea at the time with the loans Mason out and Vakayo tomorrow. Um, they had a team that should have got promoted that year and they, they bottled it. So if that if, if we want to talk about bottle, that's not a good start. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm just not in the Lampard camp. I'm I'm afraid that that's uh, one of the the worst ones that uh, that I, I think on our on our list. Shona. Andrew said that he wasn't inspired by any of the choices. Is it a case of if you put a small bit of bait on your fishing rod, you get small fish? No, I don't think so. I think at the end of the day, you need to find out who these guys really are. Look, I think it can work at some clubs. It might not work at others. But look, are we going to have to go? We need to go for guys. We need to go for the right person this time. And there is very, very limited options out there, especially on a hard budget. We've got to be realistic. I love the look of Gallardo as well, but when he knocked back £6 million a year at, at Leeds United last year and he's looking for a Premier League job, I've got I've got a funny feeling. I think uh, the Brighton manager uh, will be off to Real Madrid in the summer and I think it might be possible that Gallardo could po- possibly come in there because I think Ancelotti's leaving, so that would suit him fine. And I, I just think he's well out of our budget. But looking at the guys that are within our budget at the moment and the ones that are in the top four, the only two that stand out for me is Jensen and that guy Clement. Uh, Muscat, for me, I'm not so keen on. Look, I, I understand people's reasons as to why they might like me, obviously, being a Rangers man. I, I don't really think it's necessary if we do get a Rangers man, as long as we've got somebody within either the director of football that knows Rangers or somebody that's with the, the assistant manager or the coaches. I'm absolutely fine with that. The, the, right, the manager that just has to be the right guy for me. 
And uh, Pascal Janssen, I looked at these, he's got, so he's played, he's had 145 games with 87 wins with a win percentage of 60%. So it doesn't look that great on paper, but I like the way he plays football. I've watched them, them over the last couple of years. I think it's been quite tough for him with that AZ Alkmaar. It was especially with the likes of Feyenoord, Ajax. You've got PSV in there. He's currently sitting second in the league. They haven't lost a game this season. And I would imagine he's, he's coached guys like the names of like Gakpo and all that when he was at PSV. As far as Philippe Clement, this is my number one target. I think Rangers should go for it. I think realistically we could get this guy. And I think he's a far, far better option than what we've got at the moment. He started off as a scout at Club Bruges. Um, he won the league with Genk. He's got a win percentage of 57%. Won the league with Club Bruges again. His last job was Monaco, where he had obviously his, his win percentage went slightly down. He's won um, manager of the season, best coach of the year. He's won the pro, pro Belgian Pro League with Club Bruges. He's won the Belgian Pro League with Genk. He likes to play a 4-4-3, but tends to move into like a 4-4-2 or a 3-5-2 within a game. Um, no, but for me, if, I, if we could get him across the line and hopefully his little friend Paul Mitchell, who I know is out of a job as a director of football, now that would be a massive coup if we could get Paul Mitchell, but they've obviously worked with each other before. And uh, look, I, I think that would be massive for Rangers. Look, Paul, Paul Mitchell's been linked with the likes of Man United, and I heard obviously today about if Man United get a takeover, that's the that's the number one target. But for me, I don't think Man United takeover is going to happen anytime soon. So if we can get this guy in for maybe eighteen months, whatever it takes, I would go hell for leather and get these two guys right across the line because I think they're the far best options that we've been like like with so far. I think um, you're looking at the likes of Lampard, Muscat, um, and then you've got Jensen and you've got. Um, I think it's Philippe Clement. I'm just going to call him Phil Clement because um, my French is not so good. But yeah, so I'll just call him Phil Clement. Oh, that's who I'm looking for. So, like, I don't know what any of the guys think in the comments, but yeah, I would rather, I want him as my number one target. Mark, you were on about Craig Moore, and Craig Moore was pushing the Kevin Musket train. Yes, well, I think it was yesterday, the day before, he actually mentioned that that he should thinks he should get the job. Uh, now, Musket, as we all know, was a real hothead as a football player, and in fact, I just watched like an hour ago or somewhat that Musket's three worst fouls. It's, it's on the YouTube, and they're absolutely shocking, to be honest with you. Uh, seemingly now, as a manager, he's cooled down a bit, and he's actually become uh, a person that's strong but doesn't sort of uh, get in people's faces the way he used to. Um, Craig Moore saying that, he, that he's the best man for the job and I, I'm sure I read this somewhere that he's got a 75% win rate. Obviously that's in Australia uh, and Japan. Not the, the top leagues in the world. Is a Muscat a candidate for you? It's not so much if he's a, a candidate for me. It's, it's looking more and more like it is a, is a contact for for Rangers. Uh, we heard from Chris for the Rangers review. He got a, well, he was on the air. He got a text from whoever the, the, their sources are that uh, he's doing a Zoom call tomorrow, I believe it is. Uh, so it's definitely it's obviously their look at him uh, it's whether he, he I just hope it's not another PowerPoint manager we got 
we, we can't we can't do that anymore. We need somebody that's going to actually do something. I don't I don't want a, somebody that talks a good game. I want somebody that can actually get it done. The the Moore thing as well. It's we've been talking about that before we came on here. We're talking about him possibly being a director of football. It's been mentioned before, and it's been mentioned by uh there I forgot the name Andrew. What was the name of that boy? Yeah, Stuart Gibson. Stuart Gibson. He's a quite he's a big investor at Rangers. Uh, and he, I don't know where he lives, but it's like Australia, uh, Asia market that he knows pretty well. And he he's quite I think he's connected with Muscat and Moore. So you might see that if this guy gets moved onto the board, right? We we could actually see that it's got to be Muscat and Moore coming in. But Shona said she's got all the stats on that. I don't know any of the stats on that. I just want to watch Fibber. But what she's saying about Mitchell, I hadn't heard anything about this guy until a day and a half ago. I had a wee look at things. I was checking up on that. Looks as though he's got a fair bit of pedigree in the director of football market. So he would definitely have a shout to come in. But as I said, if we go, if we if we are going the Muscat route, it just it, for me, on pure speculation alone, I think Moore will come in instead of Mitchell. I just um, is it, I'm a waste of time tonight on the here because I don't know. I mean, you see, I I know the guys that I don't want, but I don't know who I do want. It's like it's probably like everybody in the chat. I mean, you see the amount of names that have come up, and every single time everybody's no, we're no wanting him. No, we're no wanting him. No, we're no wanting him. But it's like we're getting smaller and smaller who the people that we can get. But the thing is, we need to keep it realistic on who we can get. It was like what Andy was saying. It's like you see a big name and you're like, oh, please bring him in. But there's no chance we're going to be able to spend that type of money on a manager of that quality. Oh, it really is. The, 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 the two things that... I, that I don't want is one as I said I don't want a, a manager that talks a good game I want a, a manager that that knows how how to get it done but I don't want any any more projects the projects have gone now we've tried that it's still worked it worked in two 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 the big occasions two trophies and we got to a a final in Europa it's only three times it's worked so. We, we need to, do we need to think out the box? Is is Muscat is, is but, but the same way uh, Lampard? It, it's a name we're getting, really. It's a name that other people will know. We can't get in the, 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 the Scottish the Scottish route. And as as for your your comments on uh, Steve Clark, I mean, is he, he going to come in? Because if he does, he'll need to learn the songbook. <laughs> So, oh, no, would, would, no so, would you your, so would you hit your chances for that? <laughs> no, no way, no way was that putting Steve Clark's forward. No, I was all, I I'm only waiting you up, mate. No, I, I, know, was, I know you were just putting them. But it, it's just right now it's so hard because I, I think a lot of Rangers fans are just, we're still in a bit of shock. And it's not a shock that Bill left. It's just a shock that how far we've regressed under him. Because, we, as we said, we all bought into what Bill was saying. We, we bought his Robin Reliant, thinking it was a BMW. 
because we really we we were we were believed. And the thing was, the wheels come off in a big way, and we ended up with Bill's motor, basically. Too soon. Uh, I thought that was somebody, good. That come on. <laughs> somebody, somebody was mentioning Malky Mackay uh, this afternoon. I think it was uh, David Martindale said that Malky Mackay would be good for Rangers, but I'm afraid. Where is, uh, where, where, where is Malky Mackay? The new, I've not heard him. Is that where he is now? Nah. I just, I just don't. Ross Kenny, no, no. If if Bill will give me a second to, I want to show a a a, a banner here. Uh, I'll knock this one away, and Bill gives me a few minutes. I want this one back. If we take musket, that mob will be giving it our all your copy. Us of Posta Google was Australian. Now. I don't give a shit what they think, to be honest with you. I don't I don't care. If we if, if we get a manager in and he brings us success, they can say what they want about us. They can say, Oh, you copied us. I don't give a shit. They've been copying us since since their 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 days were begun. And I, I, I don't I don't care. I really don't care what, what they think about us or what they want to say about us. Because yeah. They'll always have something to say. That's that's for sure, and it'll never be good. So I, I just want to get that off my chest. Um, yeah, comments. Shona mentioned him. Andrew, what would you think? He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's had all these think, and uh, but I, I'm just I, I don't know. I I I I think I hope one really the only one that's sort of a Jansen sort of a. Because he's a young manager just starting off. But, uh, yeah, the names are. Uh, I mean, I'm even starting to grow into Muscat because I think he's the only one that sort of a, had quite a good uh, managerial history. But uh, I, I don't know, as you said, but I, don't, I, I, I just don't know who, who we would go for. I don't know. I mean, you can say we would take a chance, but if, if you look at some of the big names, They've been they've, they've been uh, at big clubs and done well, and then they move on to another club, and they're absolutely hopeless. And I think it's just it doesn't matter what size of name you get; it's just uh, whether whether it works for you or. And sometimes it doesn't. It's always a risk on a new manager or a new player. Andrew, I just want to go back quickly to the. I don't know what's worse, uh, showing his French uh, with Cl- with Philippe Clement's uh, attempt name attempt or or Davy with post post echo Google. Um, post yeah, whatever it is, I'll not go again. I uh, am him. him that guy. <laughs> uh, I um, I suppose it's gonna be whatever we say in here will be rubbish when club statement such and such is announced as Rangers manager um, comes out from the club. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a Wednesday night guessing game at the minute, isn't it? Um, I said during the week that I'd, I'd like a blend of uh, Ralph Hasenhutl and Stephen Davis as his assistant manager. Um, I like Ralph Hasenhutl. I think he fits into the... There's lots of big names that are currently out of the job and there's a lot of wee names that are out of the job. And your Martindale's, your Robinson's, they're all in, in places we could probably pay to get them out of but I don't think there's really anybody that fits that kind of decent and, and attainable I think 
Ralph Hassan, it was probably the best you can get. Um, for me, at least, get Davis in there's your Rangers man link, but he's not good. You wouldn't have as much of a say as in tactics. Um, I think Hassan was a great manager. I think he. I'm surprised he's been out of the job as long as he has. Um, because he was he did some really good stuff with Southampton. I know he, he they get a couple of really bad results, so spankers off of teams, but. I think even in those seasons where they were they get scudded a few times, they were sitting top at one point at the Prem. Um, you know, he's a good tactician. He, you know, he's, he's worked his way up to the kind of Red Bull kind of branches, um, high pressing team. You know, I think it would be useful to to have that in and try and get some more energy back into our team because we're slow and lethargic. So I'd like to have a bit of more energy and effort and work rate in the team again. I think he would. If I had to say that's probably more realistic than Gashardo, then it'd hurt to be Hassanhill for me. Um, but as I said, it's a guessing game. Uh, just about, yeah, just about, in, just about. And they're talking about Andrew. I'm sure Paul Mitchell was the one that uh, appointed Hassanhill after Pochettino. I was just worried it was going to be Ross mm-hmm. Wilson. And also, he was also Paul Mitchell was also the one that brought Stephen Davis to Southampton. Mm. So good link there. Well, anyway, see, that's the thing. It's it's all nice. It's nice that we we can sit and have a nice chat about it. But Rangers will go for like there's left field and then there's in the car park outside of the left field, and that's where Rangers will be asking for CVs for management uh, for managers. Um, I just don't. My cousin today put a tweet out um was about the Muscat interview over Zoom, hoping that his Wi-Fi was down. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> fingers crossed, shall we say. Anyway, it's, it's terrible when you're negative before there's even a manager comes in, isn't it? It gives a good forecast of what the next manager's going to get once he, once he starts losing a game. Um, two points, the, the seem of the Preston North End uh, manager, Ryan Lowe, was, uh, was, was named. He's, he's pulled his name out of it, said he's not interested. And obviously, Graham Potter has also pulled his name out. He's not interested in it. So it seems to be that we're down. Unless this new name comes in, you've got the boy that plays, is it Norway? That, that manages in Norway. Uh, mm-hmm. you had yeah, you had him. He had his men, but he seems to have disappeared out the, the list of names as well. So I think it's going to be for the... Next wee while, it's going to be Mr. Stephen Davis. And would anybody, oh, I'll remove that one because I hear my television downstairs. <laughs> um, does anybody, would anybody be sad that if he takes the full season? Right, Andrew? Can, I, can I just jump in here, if you don't mind? Uh, there, is one, there is one person that definitely wouldn't be sad. And that's uh, one of our bi- biggest contributors to the the pod is J- Mr. Jim Sloan. Uh, that's that's two two different uh, <coughs> excuse me amounts of money he's pr- put in, and he says it doesn't matter that they're Rangers men as long as they're Ulstermen. So I think he's made his mind up who he wants for the rest of the season. So just to, to say th- thanks again, Jim. As always, he's done me put money in, mate, and it's. It really is. It's it's heartwarming. Thank you so much. Right, I'll let you go on, Shona. Sorry, Ken. No, I was just no, I was saying that I, I think it will just a, a, be a matter of time with Stephen Davis. If the results come, then 
then he's got a good chance, I think. But uh, look, he just looked, I think he lacks a wee bit of experience. I think uh, we probably need to get somebody in there. But look, see what happens. I don't know what Andrew thinks, but it's all about results for me and a, and a style of play. And if he gets the tune out of those two, you never know. Right. See, see, see you know what you're saying there, Shona, about it was when I was listening to the presser, uh, Stephen Davis turned around and said when he was talking about getting the job in that, and he says, He's just going to get on with it uh, for the next game or two, and then take it for there. Is is was that a wee indication that that's he's only expecting it to get the this game and the St. Martin game, and then it's international break in it that whoever's coming in is going to be coming in during the international break and taking over? Or am I reading too much into that? I think it's a bit of both, really. I think he's obviously saying a game or two because that's all he's got, really, until the international break. And then, obviously, we'll find out from the board what they want to do within that time, won't it? That'll probably be the key time, whether we do get somebody in or not. But I, to, to be honest with you, if we, if we know that um, Muscat was having a Zoom call today, and uh, obviously, I think there's there was talks or rumours going around that Frank Lampard's having one tomorrow morning in London. Then uh, look, and there's obviously the rumours coming about with uh, Phil Phil Clement. So not Phil Mitchell, do you know what I mean? Like uh, Phil Clement coming. So look, I think to be honest with you, I think the, the board will be looking at a manager as stability. I don't think the fans will want Stephen Davis to take it on at this. Don't get me wrong, he could well go in as assistant manager and take it on in the future. But I think just now, I don't think Stephen Davis would want to take on that ranger side at this moment in time. I think it's too toxic for the fans and the person that's got to come in and has got to get them organised and get, get results. So I'd expect with the board already looking at interviews, I'd expect somebody probably to be in within the, the international break. I don't know what everyone else's thoughts are. Okay, I think I'm going to park the manager's job for there at the moment because obviously this is a name, we've talked about the names we've got and Unless somebody else comes in, it looks like it's going to be one of these names or it's going to be, as Stephen Gerrard, uh, a name that nobody had thought about before and it's all of a sudden bringing a, a, a total strange name at the last minute. So I'm going to go on to the... to the Stevie Clifford wrote this morning that Dessers shouldn't be in the, the striker's role for the next couple of games. He shouldn't be on the park for the next couple of games. They should rest him. Now, I really disagree with this because I think, I'm not saying that, that, that he should start as a striker tomorrow, but what I'm saying is that he should be part of the, 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 the team. If he's on the bench, he's on the bench. But I think it would be totally wrong to drop him out the whole squad uh, just because he's had, a, he's had bad games. If, if if it's a confidence problem, the last thing you should do is drop him. Uh, Andrew, what do you think of that? Well, do you think even Clifford's right, or do you think uh, I'm right? It's it's a it's a really difficult one to answer because I mean we've seen we've seen him play, um, especially that the Aberdeen game. I thought that was probably his worst game. That he's had, and I mean, just Jersey. I was sitting there towards the end of the game, thinking, has he reached the SIBO status? And at that point, I don't think there's any way he can recover from it. Um, it's it's frustrating um, because it he shows flashes again, um, but you can't. Nobody can afford. To, they can't afford to carry players on a team, and, and given the fact that we've had so many passengers, like from what it seems like the way that we've been playing 
he he just seems to be in that group of guys who are just in the team to to try and just, I don't want to say steal a wage because that sounds horrible and and it sounds as if it's just so defeatist and stuff like that. But he's not he's not had a great start to life. Um, I think the Danilo goal and and then the, the, his injury and I don't know that this the song. I think he's he's kind of got himself branched at the Rangers culture already, and and the fans love him. Um, but his Tessas just seems to kind of be. He just the odd one out in the group, unfortunately, at the minute. Um, I think we we, we aren't strong really in in, a, in the striking department at all. I mean, good deal, but he's coming back from an injury. Dessos, but he's just god awful form. And then you've got the glass cannon, Kamar Roof. Um, I mean that it's it's such it's, it, looking back at it, it's so poor. Given the fact that before the start of the season. I wasn't too I wasn't too angry with the kind of signings we'd made. I thought we did six million for Danilo is a lot of money, and then you've got three million for Dessers that you've you've invested in this position. It's not as if we're taking bargain bin here. We spent a lot of money for our our level, and we're just not getting the results. Is it a case of time will tell when he just needs game time? Well, he's had game time, and he's I'm not you're not seeing much tangible progress. You can see the rest of it, the rest of the team, the rest of the players in the team as well. But he's he's the he's the point man. He's the striker. He's the one that needs to be scoring the goals. He's he's in the, the spotlight a lot more. Same same maybe with like Alan McGregor last season. You can't you can't afford to make mistakes as a keeper. You can't afford to miss chances as a striker. You're in the spotlight as a keeper. You miss a save that goes in. You can see the goal. If you're a striker. You miss an easy chance. You maybe don't get the three points. So it's he's well he's in the firing line. So it'll be up to. Up to Davo to maybe make a, an executive decision on on his behalf and take him out of the firing line for for now. Sean, I do not think that players should be harder skinned than just because they get a few boos after a game that we should be talking about dropping them. Surely, surely they should be harder skinned than that and be able to. I, I mean, it's we're talking about a loss of confidence just because people are booing you. Um, look, I, I've, got, I've got a bit of 50 50. Look, Acers is obviously not being on form at all. And look, I think he does need to be taken out of the firing line. I think he's just not settled here. I think, to be honest with you, I think we're actually playing him in the wrong way. I don't think he's a guy that's going to hold the ball up for you and twist and turn. I think he's the kind of guy that likes to run when the ball's running off him and running into space. And that's what I've seen when I, every time he does that, he ends up going offside. But he's actually making those good runs. His finishing and obviously, do you know what I mean? His effort recently has been absolutely abysmal. Um, look, that's all he asked for as a Rangers fan to put in a hundred percent effort. It just seems to be that every time he gets the ball, he either concedes a foul or it bounces back off him. It just is not working for him. So I would be tending to look if we're left with just Dessers and Roof tomorrow, he's going to have to start because I don't think Roof might, might not be fully 100% there. So we're going to have to get behind this boy. He cost us four and a half million pounds. We ruled out Matondo last year. I'm not saying that obviously that he's going to be anywhere near that. I've not seen that so far from Dessers. But look, I think to be honest with you, we don't really have many options at the moment. So Look, we're going to have to try something new with this boy because whatever we're doing just now is just definitely not working. Um, but I would be tending to take him a wee bit out of the firing line. I think his start, his Rangers career, didn't get off to a good one. He came here unfit. 
I think they managed to get a couple of good assists. I think the one the assist for what probably one of the best goals I've ever seen was the one from Atondo. So look at he does have it in his locker. I just think we're playing him in, in the wrong way. I think he's one of these guys that likes to run off the back of defenders into space. And I just don't see him as a hold up kind of ball player because every time he tries to hold it up, either can seize a free kick or it bounces right back off him. So look, I, I don't know where it, where, it, where we stand with Dessers because he's been absolutely horrendous this year, uh, this season so far. And uh, I didn't really know much about him. All I know is he was pretty decent when he had those two seasons in the in the Eredivisie, doesn't he, and, and whatnot. So and he was top goal scorer. So he's obviously got a bit about him. But look, ever since he's came here, he's not shown it. And for me, guys, we've got to try and get behind these guys, especially if the cost is four and a half million quid, because look, they're on a four, he's on a four-year deal. So if anything, if we're going to try and get that money back for him, we're actually going to make a loss, which is not the whole point why we brought these players in. The whole point of bringing in the likes of Dessers is to hopefully maybe get a good couple of seasons out of them and then they could take the next level to maybe the Premier League or whatever or, or across Europe for a, a bigger fee. Maybe not so much Dessers because he's, what, 28, but he uh, likes of Danilo, etc. So, look, I, look, we've got to get behind him. It cost us four and a half million quid, guys. Um, as much as... Uh, he didn't really deserve. It. I don't. I'm not one for these guys that, that booze a player coming off as a um when he was coming off as a sub. I'm not one for that. Do you know what I mean? I think that was a bit harsh on the fans because look, he's obviously he's obviously just lacking in confidence. That's the big thing for me. He's, he's clearly lacking in confidence and he hasn't been able to settle. But we've known players like that that that's came into like the likes of Brian Lodge and a few others that have came in like that. And look what's happened to them. They they're now legends at the football club. So. I just particularly think he was playing in their own kind of style of football for me. But well, we, like the jury's out and uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, like I said, like the, the confidence for him, you kind of feel sorry for him at times, like Prime Time says. You kind of do feel sorry for him. So, look, um, I don't know about you. What do you think, David? Do you, do you, do you think we've just got to play him and, 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 and grind it out? Because, I mean, it can't be far before Danilo's back. I see him was back in training. I think Danilo's a better player. I think Danilo will score more goals than him. And when Feyenoord, when he scored all the goals for, for Feyenoord, he, he actually scored the most of them coming off the bench. He was, wasn't actually in the, the starting lineup a lot for Feyenoord, but he seemed to they bring they seemed to bring him on when they were chasing a goal, and very often they got the goal. So that's as I'm saying that they didn't get a lot of starts really for Feyenoord. So maybe playing him off the bench is a, is the best uh, the best way. Now all of a sudden. Roof seems to be fit again. It's funny that Bill was saying, uh, "We're not. You, you won't be. He won't be back until after the international break." What do you think, uh, Mark? Do you, do you think he's a, he's just been not good friends with Bill, or do you think? Is it, yeah, has he been facing an injury? We'll, we'll put it that way. Well, <laughs> I, I think no. I just. Maybe we're reading too much into it, or what we think anyway, because I think we were discussing it for weeks about uh, Bill losing the dressing room and certain players no giving it their all. Uh, we, we heard some cracking bits from Tavernier earlier on in his presser that totally contradicted what was going on. But I, I don't know, Davy. Um, it's weird that we've got. Danilo going over there, Roof going over there, and Raza going over there. When we were they supposed to get it, the closest was supposed to be the St Mirren game, and that was like a big maybe. 
So, was there something in it? We don't know. It's like, if we're, we're jumping to speculation again, as long as they go out there and they give it 100% for Stephen Davis, I don't, I don't care. If they go out there and they prove it, because what we were discussing before we come on, we'll see who the real players are tomorrow night, and then maybe play some man. Because if any of the players don't give 100%, it's obviously it's on, on them. It's nothing to do with Stephen Davis, because there is absolutely zero chance that any Rangers fan will blame it on Stephen Davis. Because he's too much, he is a proper Rangers legend. He's been here twice and he's been through it all, through the good and the bad. So he's seen it all. I said that my one worry is he's going to stick with the guys that he's played with. And at this point in time, I can't say nothing because we've not got anything really to change anything up because of the injuries but that'll that'll change and hopefully we'll see the best of the Rangers and what they can actually do as I, I said to I think it was Shona uh, on Twitter I'm, re- I'm ready to then we give every player a clean sheet on this and a fresh start and it's from now onwards I'll be looking at them all with Essers I thought he was going to come good I really did he, he had an absolutely terrible game against Aberdeen and I, started, I had to agree with everybody else. He's just too slow, he's too laborious and I don't think he gives it 100%. And you can see the frustration in his face, especially when he get brought off the last time. He, he looked really, really gutted. But I think he looked gutted because he wasn't playing well and he knew it. But that the last the last one when he get, he get brought off and he got booed, did he deserve to get booed? Oh, God. Probably I, because he was really, really bad. I, me, personally, I wouldn't have booed. I would never, ever boo a player off. I just, I can't. But he's... I wouldn't put him on Davy because know the way things is. Let things calm down first. I'd even put him on as a sub, because I've got a funny feeling we might go with Roof to start with. And I think we might even see some minutes, depending on what the game, for Danilio. I think he might get some minutes. Uh, although we're not supposed to get him for about another three or four weeks. He's on the plane. He never had a mask on or anything. Uh, he, looked, he was in training. He looked all right. So we, we might actually see him. I hope so. But there's also chances for the younger boys and all that could come in. And we're talking about, about a chance, I think, which lovely Putin there, Andy. You sure no? Lovely is no on, on the list, no. So no, he's out. Bailey has so Bailey Rice has. He's a, he's in the team, isn't he? That's him, and I think he's. But I can't even remember who's there. I can tell you because I know that I know these both of them are. I don't think they they truly count as academy prospects because both of them, especially Lovelace, was signed uh, from Millwall. I'm not, I'm not too sure. Bailey but, Wright was from Motherwell. So I think we've been year. But as I've said, I'm ready to give all the players a clean sheet and a, or a fresh start, sorry. And there's, there's only two players that I want. And you know who I one guess. of them is. Can I guess? Uh, uh, right. Uh, 
for absolutely zero points, who's the first one, Andy? Is it James Tavernier by any chance? Correct. And there's another one. Can you guess who that one is? It's going to be boring, but you know what I'm not. Nah, 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 you going to go then? No. Nah. Anyway, come on, guys. Let's go on with the podcast. Mr. Um, right. Oh, I didn't think he'd be near the squad anyway. Okay. Okay, let's go. Let's go on with the with the podcast, guys, because um, we're we're running out of time uh, before we talk about everything. Um, Andrew Sam Lammers has been saying striker is his position. If Roof isn't fit. Could we put San Lammers up front? Um, that is his favourite position. And I don't really know why he hasn't been played up there to see what he does. It's an interesting one because I was having a discussion with my dad yesterday. We were talking about well, what we're going to see from a Stephen Davis set up team. Are we gonna, is he going to go to what the players might know and go for a 4 3 3? Or will he go based on maybe some old school Walter stuff and play it like a 4 4 2 and have. And maybe have Adesos and Lammers if, if since Lammers is pushing himself as a striker, um, or uh, even having Danilo and Adesos. I, I have to say, I think Adesos needs support. I think he needs somebody close in together with him. Um, I think uh, when you've got Roof and I think Roof and the old firm was doing his best to get close to him. Um, but Matondo on the other side of the park was at the byline, and they gave a, a it was an unbalanced forward line. I think if you're going to have Dessers in your team, um, then you're going to need to have someone alongside them that can play with them and um, play off them. Um, I think I try to play to them, actually. And funnily enough, it's, it's almost the opposite because you want to say, well, you want to play to them, not at them. I think for Dessers, you need to play at them and not to them, um, which is it's, it's, a, it's a weird conundrum. So um, Dessers is uh, an enigma. Um, but uh, interesting to see it. I think we'll, we'll maybe have answers to more questions. Um, when we see that team sheet, is to maybe distinguish a shape, or is he going to th- maybe push the ball out, or is he going to go to something he knows, or is he going to go something the player knows, um, the players know. Um, I mean, Stephen Stephen Davis has, has kind of made it clear that he's been interested in coaching after he retires. I think him and Kevin Thompson have both been quite um, vocal and they they want to continue in the game after the, the their time as players. Um, so I, I mean. I, I like Stephen Davis. You couldn't tell me anything that would change my mind on that. He's he's a likable guy. He's a club hero. He, he was my favourite growing up. Um, I, I I just think that he's maybe been given a really really tough task to navigate these next kind of two games with the kind of environment. Lifting the players will be the probably the biggest thing because you're going to need to lift those those players because and I I know that we don't buy into everything that. that Mr. Tavernier said in the, in the press conference, but I think that those guys, maybe especially like a Danilo, because he, he had Michael Beale had some relationships with these players, you know, like close, but he knew Danilo, he knew some of these these guys, and and they'll be hurting from the fact that they've they've ultimately lost the guy the job. Um, so he's going to have to lift the players and get the get the confidence levels back, and just trying to get them calmed down and 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 get them to play that they, they need to play to try and get results. So. A bit of a tough task, but I know I know one thing for certain is that all the Rangers fans will be right behind Stephen Davis to 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 take this to the team and, and give it their all. 
Okay, well, obviously, he uh, can't go put on Instagram the, uh, over Beal thanking him and saying that he would never forget him and things like that. Shona, I'll try again. <laughs> Whammers, do you see... Uh, when, when he played for Hera Vane, he played as a striker, scored 15 goals. Do you see a possibility of moving out? He always said he's, he's, at Rangers he's played out of position. Do you see a striker in Sam Whammers? Uh, no, but I think what Stephen Davis is saying about these guys about giving them a bit more of a free role, if that's what he wants to be, then why is he not getting himself in those positions in the first place when we've been struggling in the league this year? I don't, don't think it takes a genius to work out. If you want to be a if you are a striker, why is he not getting himself into those positions within 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 the within the game so far? So look, I, I, from what I've seen from uh, Lammer so far, is that I personally think that ever since we brought Camwell back into that midfield role and put uh, Lammers uh, in there. I just feel for me, Cantwell needs to be back and we need to go back to basics, guys, when it comes to putting these guys in the right positions, getting the best out of these guys in their preferred positions. So if um, if Glamour is, is wanting to be that striker, I just don't understand why when he's been in play now, he doesn't have to, he has not always been playing the number 10, he's been playing out in the right-hand side of the pitch. Why is he not going to get himself into those positions within a game? So look, um, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I do still think there is a bit of a player in Lammers. For me, he just takes far too many touches. I think that's his problem. He takes far too many touches within a game, and I think um, Cantwell is much. I prefer Cantwell in that position as it, as it is. So I think what Stephen Davis will do, I think he'll try and get the best out of these players, give them a bit more of a free role tomorrow, but in their preferred positions. So I think what will happen is you'll probably see the likes of the same defence. You won't see much more from the midfield, I think. But I think what 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 we want to see as fans is what he's going to do with the front three tomorrow and who he's going to pick. And how they're going to perform because I think the midfield and defence is always going to take care of itself because of the injuries that we have. So it's a case of who do we who do we play up front tomorrow? For me, it's probably going to be Lammers, um, probably Sima, and I would imagine I don't know if Ruth is a hundred percent. So if it's not Ruth, then it's going to be Dessers, isn't it? So look, he's going to have to try and find a tune out of them. And I think that's what Davis will be working on is trying to get these guys into the preferred positions and try and see what we can do for the, when they are going to the St Mirren game for me. But Limassol pretty much play on the counter-attack as well. So that's one thing we're going to have to watch out for tomorrow. That would be their, their key thing to do. So the full-backs, for me, will probably not go up as far as high up the pitch. I think we'll expect the, the, the midfield and the and the strikers to be further up the pitch tomorrow and the defence moving up eh, to try and catch them offside when they try and do the counter-attack. That's that's the way I think they'll go. And I think, as far as I'm, I've, I've looked at their team at the moment, and eh, the only one that I the only player that I know of is eh, Saido. Berahino, whatever his name is, that used to play for Stoke in West Brom. That's the only player that I've uh, I know that's it's at that team at the moment. So, and I don't think think his career went from such a high to such a low. So, um, we'll wait and see what, what they bring. But for me, it'll be a case of look, we can just do our own thing tomorrow, get that game over the line. I think we will get the three points. I do think we'll we'll win by a couple of goals. But the the one thing is we we'll need to watch them when it comes to the counter attack because that's how they play. Yeah, well, seemingly they, their defence isn't that great, but they scored a lot of goals and that that is a, they, they play football, a real attacking football, a bit gung ho. What what I've what I've sort of heard about it, I, and I seen somebody there uh, saying that uh, he would play Rice behind a bit, but in front of Looney and Sifiantis. If Raskin's fit, Mark surely Raskin has to play. I would say so. Uh, he's 
had good. He's had a few good games and he's had a couple of bad games. But as we, you said earlier on, we don't know if there's been a problem between him and Bale. Uh, maybe, maybe, I don't think him and uh, Sifu work well together. So uh, I'm not really sure, mate. Yeah, well, I don't Max myself. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to think of Sifu, uh, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, everybody keeps saying he's a star, but uh, I, I've still to see it. And, in fact, sometimes I've even said, is he a footballer? Let <laughs> alone a star. But um, that's uh, that, that's the way to, that people think. And uh, he, he still needs to let it, let it be seen. That, that's, for, that's for sure. So I think we're going to start off. I think the defence will just stay the way it has been the last few weeks. Tavernier, Goldson, Davies. Uh, Borna Barisic? Uh, Shona? Yeah, Red Redvan hasn't travelled, has he? He's injured. Okay, so I, I didn't know that either. Yeah. yeah, so I presume it'll be born out. It'll be your usual back four with Butland and goals, I would imagine. Sifuentes, Jack and Lundstrom in the midfield, um, probably, and then it'll be a toss-up as to who they play the front three, and I think it'll just be a case of, will it be Dessers or Roof for me? And I think Seaman and Lamas will be in there. I think that's the only options we really got, apart from Scott Wright. But I don't think Scott Wright will play because I think what uh, Davis will try and do is try and get build momentum within this squad for all the time that he has. I know it's only two games, but obviously Scott Wright's uh, suspended for the St Mirren game, isn't he? So um, I would imagine what Davis would want to do is try and get a win out of these guys and play the same team again on Saturday. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't really know what the what the what the, the forward line will be. We'll need to see. Obviously, I think of Ruth. Roof is fit, he'll play. Uh, Seema, I think, is a, a certainty to play. Uh, Scott Wright, um, yeah. I don't know what to say about him. But, um, I mean, we didn't want him. And then all of a sudden, he's, 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 he's getting into the starting lineup. I want to go on. I, I, we've been watching a lot of comments about Far, And I, I don't know whether MD watched the final game tonight. But there was a decision. There was a, a, a through ball and the Atletico Madrid player was a mile offside. The Feyenoord player started trying to stop the ball getting to him. The ball came off his foot and ran into the path of another uh, Atletico Madrid player and he, he slid it into the net. Now, the ball was aimed at the player that was offside. But the referee and far give a goal because it's seemingly not there in the first, what is it you call that, the first part, but the okay. second part. Yeah, and I just think it's ridiculous because the ball was aimed for him. The guy doesn't know whether he's offside or not. And he, he, he just, uh, he had to stop the ball, getting to him. And then all of a sudden it's allowed because it's a certain phase and second phase and not the first phase. A referees, Andrew, a referee spot and far are they spoiling the game with these new rules and these all these phase one, phase two, phase three. I don't know how how, how far does it go? Phase ten? Have we got that? Oh, that's a rugby, isn't it? Uh, ten phases. Um, it, it's uh, it's not been a good week for VAR, um, to say at least. Um, to quote the the guys in the bar room, oh shit. Um, I don't know. It, it, we we want to go back to the what we had before with with goal because you know what it's like you get a goal that 
you're you're angry when you've scored a goal, but it's impossibly close, but you're still offside, and you go, oh, if we didn't have VAR, the referee didn't give that, so we would have scored. But then you've got ones where it's like the Kmart Roof goal in Europe last season against Bromby, where he was onside by about that much, but he was onside, and the original call was offside, but we scored. So it, it's when you're winning, you're winning; when you're losing, you're losing. It's uh, it's the way it's almost similar to where it used to be, but it's, except you get less. Uh, well, to be fair, uh, as Liverpool fans, I was going to say you get less uh, conspiracies, but to be fair, Liverpool are certainly proving me wrong with that. Some um, anti-scouse refereeing, I suppose. Um, I don't know. I, it's uh, I don't see it getting canned after all the time they spent trying to get it implemented and how much it costs. I don't see them just going nope. But, Games of bogey, call it off. I'm going back to the old style, um, because so, they wasted a lot of money on it. So I don't see, I don't see that. I mean, they might make changes to it. There's always a, a possibility to make changes to it. Um, there's different systems. You see, like some some of the better, the higher profile games have a, a more advanced VAR system in play compared to Scottish football, where it's just we'll draw a line. Whereas for the World Cup, you saw like it zooms in. On the using augmented reality on the players and seeing where they draw the line on the shirt sleeve and the phase of play, so it's it, it's something that they're they're definitely still chipping away on finding the best way to implement it. So. Yeah, I, did, I just I, some, I, I seen somebody there saying that uh, the boy that stopped it, it hit, obviously hit him because he, he kicked it, and the the player that scored wasn't offside. I totally agree with that. But if you're trying to stop the ball getting to a player, then surely he's uh, part of the, the, the play. At that time, he's offside. And I just think it's ridiculous that, that if you you try to stop the ball getting to somebody and they get advantage from it, then I think it's ridiculous that it's not offside. What do you think, Mark? Do you think this far? I, I mean, I'm all for far, to be honest with you. But I'm just against the, the, all these new rules. I mean, it's the same... I watched a game, uh, I think it was last week, or, and the referee, the, 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 it was obviously offside, the guy was offside, and you knew that the linesman was going to put up his flag. But the game went on for about five minutes before the ref, the, the linesman put up his flag. Now, somebody could get seriously injured in that five minutes. Mark, what do you think about the, these new rules? And Are you all for them? Or are you, do you see this change for better? Doesn't matter what you do. Uh, you, without it, you're going to complain. With it, you're going to complain. What happened with that game? I've got no idea. Rangers weren't playing, so I'm not interested. No, well, it's just uh, it's, obviously Rangers are going to be playing under these rules as well. So that that's that's why I'm I'm bringing bringing things like this up because Shona, uh, what, what's your what's your view on on the rules at the moment? The offside rules. Get rid, get rid of it, Bennett. I'm fed up with VR. VR wasn't here. We would have won that old firm game. We would have um, been able to score that goal that Benny lost did against, I think, I can't remember, it was in the Champions League as well against one of the teams. I think it might have been against, was it, Na- was it Napoli or Napoli? I can't remember. Um, but no, I, I would get absolutely fed of it. I think, what they, I think what they really need to do when it comes to the, the VR, if they're going to try and make it better, what they need to do is they need to get rid of these stupid lines when it comes to offside. Surely... Buy a picture, you can tell if a guy is offside or not. You don't need to go to lines. See this whole minimal where somebody's shoulder, somebody's head, or somebody's arm, somebody's toe 
that's offside, just get that bend. Um, you must be able to tell by now. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know about you, but with a camera angle, you don't even need to get these lines out and draw them in and whatnot. You should be able to tell from the first camera, the couple of camera angles that you see, is he blatantly offside? Then yes. If not, give it a go. Uh, simple as. Um, but to me, I think what has happened is when I watched the, the game of the weekend and listened back to the, the obviously the controversy that came back from the Liverpool game and listening into what had actually happened, the, the referees, there's far too many of them talking at the one time. There's just far too many people getting involved in this at the one time. And that's where there's obviously been a communication error or whatever. Why is there not just the referee and one guy sitting in VR? I understand there's one guy that needs to talk. Just get one guy to talk. Why didn't you have three or four guys up there that need to talk at the same time? Because that's to me then, you're then turning around and saying to yourself, well, what happens to that guy's interpretation is different to another guy's interpretation? That's exactly what happened at the weekend. Yeah, well, the, yeah, that was with the Liverpool game, wasn't it? The 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 the, the man didn't realise that the referee had given a goal. I think it was, or or he had knocked it off. I'm getting mixed up myself now. Um, and the referee obviously thought that uh, that he gave gave the decision because he said, "Yeah, that's it. The check's over." But he had obviously made the wrong decision because he thought it was a goal, or he thought it wasn't a goal. Um, these these things are really crazy. I think Far's really making a mess of itself at the moment, and I think they really need to get something something done about it anyway, because some of the decisions are just absolutely unbelievable. And I think maybe next year they're talking about bringing in that, that you can hear what they're saying on the microphones. They'll certainly need to get get it better than than they have now to, before they're going to start to do that. Anyway, David, are you joking up here? It'll take another fifty years for fuck's sake. To get referees mic'd up with the VR that we yeah, got yeah. the Aldi along. Yeah, well, they, they, they still talk about the, the Masonic referees, but I'm afraid the days are long gone. I'm afraid they're probably uh, more likely to be in the Buffaloes these days, or whatever you call the, the other mobs lot. Anyway, um, we're over an hour now, guys. Uh, Andrew, I'll let you say your bye-byes and a prediction for tomorrow and uh, do you want to predict a goal scorer as well? I'll do my very best. Um, thanks everyone listening again tonight. All, all the comments, great as usual. Um, I don't know, it'll be interesting because Lumis all seem to be alright in the league but in Europe they seem to be firing on the goals. I mean, if they scored like a, like 11 and 2 against um, Borisov, Bati Borisov and then Seven and two versus Bratislava, and he only lost three two against Sparta Prague. Um, which, which I mean, we we slipped up against Sparta Prague in the Europa League in the past. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how how we react. Um, I can see us going for a kind of cautious start, just to kind of feel out the game and feel out the environment. Um, just kind of get rid of the, shake off the nerves, and then we'll, we'll probably progress as the game goes on. Um, I'll say. A two one to the Angels. Um and I will give it as I'll say Seema will score. Seema, well that's a good bet. He scored about six already uh this this year. Shona, say your goodbyes and uh, what's your prediction? I, I bet you're gonna go, go with Tavernier again. No, um, I actually think they'll win probably, I think they'll win 3 0. Um, I know that's quite ambitious to say that, but yeah, I think it'll be a 2 3 0 win for us. And, uh, of course, you've taken Seema as my first goal scorer. I'll go with 
I'll go with well, I'll go with Dacers actually. Right? Let's see if Dacers can actually finally um, break his duck and uh, let's see. But I've just seen guys that somebody has just scored for them and you'll never believe who it was. So I'll let you have your wee guess on who that was that scored for them. Should have been signing for us and has just went and scored another last minute goal for them. So yeah, um, not not. I've seen. Oh dear, cool. this looks offside. Pop up. So we could we have a VAR controversy after talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. Three, three, two, three nil for me, David. Um, I'm, I think it'll be quite comfortable. There you go, Mark. Are you as comfortable as uh, to, to give a, a two or three nil or a four nil win? Nah, I'll just say my my goodbyes to everybody and thank you for coming. Uh, thanks to Cami and Aldo as always for moderating and for obviously Bill in the background putting up the. The comments, thanks very much. Uh, I'm going to go same way, Andy, 2-1, and just let's go for Lammers. There you go. Well, I will, uh, I, I think we'll win. I, I'll, I'll be shocked if we don't win, to be honest with you. I think we should go there, and Rangers should be beating these teams easily. Although they, they have been good in Europe, but we have been, they haven't beat Dortmunds, and they haven't beat... Uh, the, the, all the other teams that, that we've played really well against. So I'm going to go for 3-1 Rangers. I don't think we will keep them out totally, but I'll go for 3-1 Rangers. And I will say thanks for thanks for coming on. And we will be back. I will, I will be doing the daily news tomorrow. So if you're a member or if you're not a member yet, please become a member and you'll get this free content. Uh, you'll get the content of the daily news every day every working day and we will be back on Sunday with the obviously going over tonight's game and over the week Sunday's game so that will be what's coming up thanks anyway a million we are the people bye